Welcome to Dad's Sense, a podcast for folks looking to grow their financial future. This podcast is hosted by Jason Fuchs, a dad, a husband, and managing director of Sage Path Financial Advisors. Jason's goal is to help you grow your financial future the right way. Now your host, Jason Fuchs. Greetings, everyone. If you're new here, I'm Jason Fuchs, married to the beautiful woman known as Amber, father to a boss baby two-year-old girl named Jewel. (laughs) Try saying that 10 times fast. I'm also the managing director of SagePath Financial Advisors. And at SagePath, we are here to help you grow your financial future the right way. I'm pumped to be here today. To all of you out there listening, thank you so much for joining me. You could be doing anything right now, listening to anything right now. You chose to be here with me. And I appreciate you. Amber is back. Hello, Jason. I guess we should just assume that you're going to be on each episode now, unless you want a fancy announcement. I always want a fancy announcement. Right. What I'll are you to, talking about? I'll have to think of something better than that then. All well, right. That's pretty good. <laughs> As our society continues to become more and more connected digitally, it unfortunately creates a breeding ground for criminal activity as well. The growing pool of personal and financial data being stored and transferred online, it exposes all of us to a greater threat of cybercrime. Now, there's no easy fix to keeping your data 100% secure, Amber, but there are some things you can do to impede criminals. I thought it might be helpful to reiterate some of the basic but extremely important tips that can help keep your information and your online accounts safe. And that's our financial topic of today's episode, cybersecurity tips. What do you think, Amber? I think that's more important than ever. I think so, too, because a lot of this stuff isn't changing, right? Well, I think it is changing. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) The world is crazy. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, remember, I'm still going to be answering financial-related questions in each episode. And how do you get those to me? Well, I'm glad you asked, Amber. The best way to do that is through email, jfuchs at sagepathfa.com. You can also call me at 904-366-9388. All of that info is in the description of the podcast. So as usual, Amber, I want to know what's going on with you. What are you most excited about these days? Well, what I'm most excited about these days is connecting with friends in new ways and old ways, new friends, old friends, trying to just reconnect with people or, or make new connections where I can. Keep those relationships going, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like many of our listeners out there, we spend a lot of time on Zoom. I mean, I'm on Zoom with clients pretty much all day, respective (laughs) clients. So (laughs) I'm very familiar with Zoom. But, you know, when we're getting together with family, we use FaceTime. We use, I think Facebook has its own messaging app that we Mm -hmm. use. But, you know, for us, even though we can't see these people regularly, it's it's been extremely important to to get online and, and make some sort of contact whether yeah. it's through video conferencing or just an old-fashioned phone call. Right. I know you connect with your family up in Maryland, and we all get to speak with them frequently. Yeah, about once a week. With Using that, and I try to reach out to my family on the West Coast in California. California yeah. My brother and his family live out there, and we try to connect with them in those ways. But i am also been eager lately to try to make connections where I can and where it's socially safe and responsible in person as well. Absolutely. Something I've been missing and trying to seek out lately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know for you, you have your, what, every few weeks, once a month, you get together with your girlfriends and... Yeah. We have what we originally started as what we call driveway drinks. (laughs) 
<laughs> that that was when we would sit. Patent pending? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Sit in the driveway. We all bring our own lawn chairs um, or sometimes lawn chairs provided That's in, nice. in, in the driveway and sit socially distanced around a citronella candle and sip some wine and just connect. And it was with um, some of Girls and, and women that I've met in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. working moms are yeah. usually the people that we have coming over. We have moved on from the driveway, um, <laughs> but we do still sit outside. We still sit socially distanced. So it's actually kind of cool because some of the, the people that I've gotten to meet through this, I've never seen the inside of their houses, <laughs> but I've seen their driveways and their backyards. And and, and nothing creates a calm, relaxing environment with friends than a uh, citronella candle, right? Absolutely. Any kind of candle is wonderful. Ah, bugs here. It doesn't matter what season. They're all over the place, <laughs> they, right? They are. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been uh, spending some time with a, a, a gentleman I met at church years back. I mean, we used to get together fairly frequently for breakfast and COVID came and that stopped pretty quickly. But this year we've been getting together every few weeks, every couple weeks, having breakfast in the morning, sitting outside, of course, six feet apart. And Mm -hmm. when we're inside, we've got masks and, you know, nothing's more awkward than having a cup of coffee and chatting (laughs) with a friend than, you know, wearing your mask the entire time. But for us, it's still important to to be responsible Mm -hmm. in that regard. Oh, I mean, we certainly. We want to maintain our connections, but we want to be safe doing it too. One, absolutely. And yeah. I think it's just for me, I've definitely been finding joy and finding new ways to get together with people. Yeah. You know, yeah. We have to kind of be creative, but we are. And, and it's just nice to be able to look somebody in their eye and actually be there with them versus, you know, that digital connection. Yeah. Digital connection is wonderful for someone who's across the distance and that's fabulous. However, um, it's just been nice to reconnect or make new connections. Yeah, and I think nowadays it's so easy to kind of let these connections fall off the radar because a lot of us, we know these people from being around each other in person, right. socializing. Right. But since we haven't had that ability, I think a lot of those connections have kind of fallen off. So mm-hmm. you and I have been doing a, a good job actively kind of reigniting those (laughs) relationships through text, phone, video conferencing, just kind of trying to build it up because eventually we'll all be able to socialize again, I'm sure. Right. Well, and it's something that I felt missing. So it's nice to take that step. Well, you know me, I'll talk to anybody. I I thrive (laughs) on human connection. I mean, I can talk to the the person at Publix for like 15 minutes, (laughs) (laughs) you know, someone I don't even know. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's as close as I get to human interaction as there is (laughs) right now. Talking to strangers when I'm out doing, you know, chores and whatnot. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, I, I think it's an appropriate time to transition into our financial topic of today's episode, cybersecurity tips. What do you think? Sounds great. All right, let's jump into it now. This is a piece that was included in a monthly email I sent, or rather, some of the information I'm giving today was from a piece I included in a monthly email I sent. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I never send anything spammy, only valuable content. If you're interested in receiving the monthly newsletter, email me, call me, I'll add you. And if it ever gets to the point where it just gets to be too much, just tell me you don't want it anymore. No worries, right? Uh-huh. All right. So our society, we're becoming more and more connected digitally, especially right now. Yep. And that, unfortunately, creates a breeding ground for criminal activity as well. Now, I said it earlier, the growing pool of personal and financial data being stored and transferred online exposes 
all of us to a greater threat of cybercrime. There is no easy fix to keeping our data 100% secure, but there are things we can do to impede criminals. And since we've all been in this virtual world for about a year now, I thought it might be helpful to reiterate some of the basic but extremely important tips that can keep your information and online accounts safe. I mean, I have a great memory. It's just really short. (laughs) So it helps to be reminded of this stuff. You ready, Amber? Yes. All right. Tip number one, keep your machine clean. And no, I'm not talking about getting out the Lysol and wiping it down. Oh, man, that's what I've been doing. (laughs) That's probably important, too. But (laughs) what you want to do is you want to enable auto updates for your operating system in your browser. This closes the window of opportunity hackers have to jump in and wreak havoc. Tip number two, use a VPN. You know what a VPN is? Virtual private network. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It allows you to create a secure connection to another network over the internet. VPNs, they can be used to shield your browsing activity from prying eyes when you're on public Wi-Fi, access home networks when traveling, and protect your logins on questionable networks. Sound good? Yeah. Sounds important. Yeah. Simple, but important. Tip three. When in doubt, throw it out. Oh. (laughs) That's probably the only one I'll remember. I like that one. (laughs) Me too. If you have any doubts about hyperlinks, attachments within emails, social media messages, toss them. Then what you want to do is research on the secure website of the company or the person who claimed to send it to determine whether Mm -hmm. or not it's legitimate. And I do this all the time, especially with phone calls. I mean, you get a phone call saying, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah from your bank. Which social? What's your account number? Okay, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> I'll call you back. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I, you're lucky, or they're lucky if we even answer. I, don't, I true, usually yeah. don't even get that far. Yeah, sometimes they're tricky, though. They make they it look are. like it's someone close to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, tip four. Make your passwords secure. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> your passwords, they should be long, and they should differ from account to account. They should be hard to guess. Now, I think this speaks to me more than anyone. If your biggest problem is remembering them, start using passphrases or have a password manager remember them for you. Now, also, you can write them down by hand. Keep them somewhere hidden in the house where, you know, virtually no one has access to. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, I use actually a password manager, but um, I change my password up regularly. So even though you're getting one password to everything, it's, it's typically hard to get around. And that leads me to tip five. Back up your data regularly. Now, this allows you to always have the ability to restore corrupted or lost data due to computer viruses or damage. And I know a lot of us are really excited about putting this data in the cloud, but it may be advantageous to actually store the data on an external local hard drive. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Lastly, tip six, pretty short episode today, (laughs) protect. Having software security is key. Enabling it to be auto-updated is best. Whether it's on your smartphone, a gaming system, or other web-enabled devices, anything that connects to the internet needs protection. And don't forget, Amber, everyone in your household needs some sort of cybersecurity attention, if you will. Each family member should take the same precautions so everyone is keeping their information safe. And that's something that we do at home, right? It is. Yeah. Although Jewel doesn't do that. Yeah, she's not there yet. No. <laughs> Thankfully. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you want help with this, reach out to me. I encourage you to head to my website, www.sagepathfa.com. Click the calendar link at the top of the page. Request a complimentary meeting. We can review your overall financial plan, or we can just talk about cybersecurity, whatever you need. Or if that doesn't work for you, email me or call me. I'd be happy to help. I think what we can do now, Amber, is conclude with a little bit of Q&A. Sound good? Ooh, I love Q&A. All right, let's get into it. I received a question from a gentleman who would like to remain anonymous, so we're going to call him Joe. Okay. Joe asks, how much do I need for retirement? Mm. Now, this is a question I get fairly often. I think it's a great question, Joe, and thanks so much for submitting your question to us. It depends on a lot of variables. How old you are now, how much, if any, you've been saving in a retirement account, how much you make per year, and how comfortable you want to be when you retire. There are a ton of retirement calculators out there that can give you a better idea of your personal situation. Now, I have something similar I use with my clients. I call it a financial blueprint. And this is why, Amber, it's so important to sit down with a financial advisor. There are just too many variables out there to give you a definitive answer, Joe. But as a general rule, I know you want to walk away with something, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I recommend always saving at least 20% of your income. Now, it's easy for me to say, but keep going after raises and promotions whenever you can. That's pretty self-explanatory. But all of that definitely adds up. So I hope this helps, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, please keep those questions coming. I'm really having a good time reading through these. You've got the email address, the phone number. If you don't have it, it's in the description of the podcast. So, Amber, I think we can go ahead and close out today's episode. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who aren't ready to sit down with me, just feel free to use me as a resource. Send me your email. I'll keep you updated on what my team and I think you should know. And as usual, I'm not fishing for anything, Amber, but is there anything you'd like to add? No, I think today was super fun and helpful, and I feel really prepared for cybersecurity. All right. So let's tackle that cybersecurity when we get home. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And to all of our listeners out there, thank you for sticking around. I appreciate all of you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Now the fun part, the disclosures. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC. FSC is a separately owned and maintained, or excuse me, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of FSC. FSC does not provide legal or tax advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, it cannot be guaranteed and the accuracy of the information should be independently verified. This material was created to provide information on the subjects covered but should not be regarded as a complete analysis of those subjects. Please consult your financial professional for further information or reach out to me. This episode was sponsored by Dunham & Associates Investment Council, Inc., Sage Path Financial Advisors is located at 512 Rosebud Lane, Neptune Beach, Florida, 32266. Information from this episode was obtained through FMG Suite, LLC. 